What's going on? Hey, I wanted to share my story with you and hopefully it'll make an impact on one person that is seeing this. My name is Eric and you know I grew up in what I thought was a typical household. I went to Sunday school, I played Little League, my dad would take my best friend Dave and I and literally throw us in dumpsters behind stores and say, go find treasure. That was a, a typical Saturday morning. And when I was 11 years old, my parents got divorced. My mom got together with a, a man that was very physically abusive and an alcoholic right away. And I remember you know, the police coming over to our house, but she would never press the charges. You know, and I, I remember like being outside of their window when they're arguing, peeking through, and he would be hitting her with a cordless phone when those are around. It was very scary as a young man to, you know, young boy to, to see this happening. And my mom got pregnant and they decided to move us to a small town up in Montana called Stevensville, Montana, population 1,200 people. And they got five acres that they were renting and it was beautiful property. And there was a house that was on that property for us to live in. The problem was that house had three bedrooms. It was one for them, one for my brother who was just a few months old, and one for my sister. And they said, Eric, you gotta live in the garage. And I literally had this black plastic tarp that separated my bed from the truck that pulled into the garage. I had a fireplace on my half of the garage, but in the middle of winter in Montana, when it gets to negative degrees, that fire goes out in the middle of the night, it's a pretty cold night. So the abuse and the alcoholism continued as we got to Montana. And one night as I was brushing my teeth, they came home arguing. And it wasn't anything different than any other night. But as I'm brushing my teeth, I felt God in that moment say, man, you gotta turn around. You gotta take a look at this. And so the way the house was set up was behind me was the kitchen to the pantry to the garage where I stayed. And as I peeked around the corner, I could see him on top of my mom. Boom, boom, boom. One shot after another. I'm like, man, I gotta get this guy off. And so I walked up behind him and I grabbed a cast iron pan, the big heavy duty ones you take with you camping. And I went up and I swung as hard as I could and I split the back of his head open. And he turned around and he's like, what the? And as he said that, I took another swing and I split the front of his face open. And I hit him so hard the second time, I actually fell over. And in that moment, I remember him standing over me yelling and screaming. And my mom jumped up and hit him like six times in a row. And blood splats on the wall. The police show up, take him to jail. No presses or no charges pressed. I actually got kicked out of the house after that. So I spent the next three months of my freshman year of high school bouncing around from friends' houses, living on floors, living on couches. And what that did was that sent me on this path of destruction for the next 10 years. With over the next 10 years, I would become addicted to drugs, be addicted to alcohol. I was arrested at 18, had to put on the black and white chain gang outfit on, bright orange slippers. You would think it would scare me, but it just worsened you know, my addictions as I got older. Got into the music business, which was my dream job. And so over a two year span, I probably went to 175 concerts. I had open tab. So it didn't help my addictions. I was being a rock star without being a rock star. I don't know how to play anything, but I was involved in the marketing and sales side of it. And when I was 21 years old, after living off of credit cards, you know, and moving literally 21 times between the ages of 18 and 21, I was $28,000 in debt and had to file bankruptcy. And it was this moment where I was at Starbucks as a manager at night. I had just been laid off from the music industry. I was extremely depressed and would go home after work and get a six pack of beer and drink myself to sleep every night. I didn't have any friends. 
And this girl walked into the Starbucks who doesn't drink coffee and said, hey, we've got this cool college age event at our church. Would you be interested in going? And her being very pretty and me not having friends and being depressed, I said, absolutely, I would love to go. So I went down there and it was God, God was planting these seeds in that moment where I knew all these guys there. It was like, man, I haven't seen you in 10 years. I haven't seen you in seven years. What are you doing here? And about a month later, I was at my buddy's house. We had played a concert the night before Easter 2004. And I woke up on Easter morning, surrounded by probably 15 of my buddies. We were all passed out from partying, but it was me that woke up at 5 a.m. by myself. And I felt God at that moment say, you're going down a path that you cannot go down anymore. You're done. And I quit cold turkey, drugs, drinking cigarettes, everything. Right there in that moment, I gave my life to Christ. And I called that girl up who had invited me to that church event. I got her voicemail. And I said, hey, I just want to say happy Easter. Hopefully I'll see you at the store. Well, a month later, we were dating. A year later, we were married. And we've been married for 16 plus years now. And we're breaking the chains of abuse and addiction and rejection. And we're changing the legacy and the generations to come through the Allen tribe. We are not allowing the abuse that my wife and I both witnessed and both encountered as kids, for our kids will not experience that. We are raising them in a godly home and they love the Lord and we're just so blessed. And God has done so much in my life over the last 17 years since I've been sober and 17 years, I get almost 17 years since I gave my life to Christ. And so I'm just saying like we can make a, de a decision at any moment in our life to make a change and we can give our life to Christ and we can make a choice and we can change our past. We don't have to let our past define our future. Give your life to Christ. I, I, I did and I would, I'll never re regret it. It was the proudest, best moment of my entire life. Hopefully this video impacted you. Thank you for your time.